great. You have to be willing to activate the great from within. It starts with you, and it starts right now. Welcome to Activate the Great. We've got Chip Clark with us today with Unified Development. Thanks for coming in, Chip. Oh, man, great to be here, sir. I can't imagine many of you know that Chip and I have known each other for like 30 years. Mm -hmm. You know, graduate high school together. You know, then Wayne Generals doing some things. ESPN number one play. Did you see that? No. What? I have not. Dude. Dude, you got to check it out, man. Top play Friday night. We are number one. ESPN, dude, dude is scrambling, running around. Then as he's going down, he throws like a 20-yard pass to a dude. Dude catches it, spins around, hurdles a dude, and then gets off to the races like 30 <laughs> yards. And then the Northrop guy pulls him into the end zone. Into the end zone. Into the end zone. Man. Dude. You know, we've always had really good teams, you know, as, as far oh, as yeah. generals. But uh, I don't ever remember a play like that. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm about to look it up now. Dude, you have to. Uh, it's crazy. Going back that far, you know, we didn't realize how fortunate we were to go to a uh, melting pot school or like we joke around call like a world school. Yeah. I think about it every day now. Yeah. You know, like how beneficial that was to be in the mix and know like, you know, what it's like to be around people that have different cultures. They look different than you. They act different than you. They eat different than you. They dress different than you. But there was still that baseline that was there, which, you know, has transcended, you know, into what you and I's relationship is and has, you know, come to be over the past, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I always say that relational equity you know, spends better than money sometimes. And not that you relationship for that, but, you know, I, as I look back on uh, just uh, people that I've known from high school and just now, sure. I don't spend a lot of time with different people, but those that are in that the same circle, you and I, yeah, uh, um, just cross our paths or we're able to cross quite a bit, you know, just because of, of like mindset. That's it. You know things that uh, you were doing and wanted to impact things that I was doing, and, and I don't know, it just it just worked really well. But I believe the familiarity, the relationship, you know, was able to grow from that. Oh yeah, I like relational equity. You know, I think a lot of times folks get hyper focused on like outcomes. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. they they want the dough or the money, right? Yeah. They want yep. the success. They want this, but relational equity th- that happens over time. That's process driven. That's like you know. How are the sum of your parts, right? The where you bring together and come together with certain people, like you said, like particles attract type thing. That's right. I've always wanted to, I guess, be a servant in it, in the way that I can. Um, what what has servitude meant to you? Man, it's it's, it's everything. I, I think for me, um, that's kind of where I started. I just wanted to give back to my community, right? I wanted to. The way I seen it is like this is the community that gave me everything that I am. Right outside sure. of my parents, you know, you think about. The school you go to, you think about the neighborhood that you grow up in, you think about the people that's in the neighborhood and the schools, uh, you start to work, right? Um, you know, all of those things just just played into that for me as far as uh, serving. And I just I just wanted to give back, right? Sure. Didn't know how, didn't know what that looked like, but um, I knew that if it was a way for me to do it and also take care of my family sure I, I was really interested in that win-win at that point yeah, right yeah, yeah which you found a way to do i mean you raised yeah. a family i mean you had a family certainly obviously grown or getting there or getting all, grown all young men and women doing yeah. their thing out there you know contributing to society you know which you know the fact that you were able to do that and you know i guess you know scratch both itches mm-hmm. that doesn't happen every day no and, and sometimes you just don't even really notice that that's not a normal thing for me it just felt very normal but i think because i for whatever reason, had this high desire to want to impact, you know, people. Right? Sure. And um, I don't know if it was because 
you know, I, I, I got to see that a lot from my dad. I got to see that a lot from my granddad. And, um, and so to, to be able to step into that, you know, I felt like it was passed on to me, but uh, the bug felt a little bit crazy um, um, when, when it, when it bit me. So. Well, dude, maybe talk about the, the chip legacy a little bit. Man, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, everyone calls me Chip, but yep. um, my real name is uh, Jimmy. So I'm yep. Jimmy the third. Um, I uh, was crazy enough to keep it going to Jimmy the fourth. And uh, he has assured me um, against, against my desire that uh, there will not be a Jim, Jimmy five. But uh, that's am, now, though. It's early. He, he, yeah, I know, but yeah, he's, he, him and my dad are in cahoots, you know, with this. <laughs> and, and, and they're making some really good points. And it's All right. I don't know. I but at yeah. any rate, I'm, I'm, they call me Chip because I'm Chip off the old block. Yeah. And I, I look like my dad, act like my dad, things of that nature. Um, and But your grandfather, you know, was pivotal in your life. I mean, like the patriarch of your family. Definitely, definitely. I mean, he, he his family was going down the wrong path. He was going down the wrong path, made some decisions when he was 24 that literally changed the trajectory of our of our family, you oh, know, wow. forever, right? And uh, um, and so I'm, I'm forever grateful for the stories that he would tell us so we would know, you know, kind of what he came from and what he had to do to maintain. I mean, this man uh, graduated to the third grade, didn't go to the third grade, graduated to the third grade, what was able to do phenomenal things. Didn't go back to get his education, but really dug his heels deep into serving well that was a period of time where you could you know kind of get away with that good yeah you know what i mean yes. there's a word that comes to mind when i hear this like this vibe man this fortitude mm. right like yes. i mean your grandfather had to have i mean just put the diggest heels in at 24 i mean i'm mean, thinking about when i'm 24 i thought i knew everything i didn't start thinking man, about what i, did I didn't know, know. What, no. right yeah exactly <laughs> exactly no, we do that all. though right right you know, yeah. like, but to uh, have that clarity and again it's a different time you had to grow up a lot faster back then here we kind of as we've gotten older we've been able to kind of kick that you know that that i guess uh, maturity down the road a little bit yes oh man i mean one we don't move the same way we just, yeah uh, the, the, the mental energy isn't <laughs> isn't just endless anymore right right or you have to stop and pause but no, I mean, it, it, for him to do that and to, I don't know that he was thinking, hey, I'm doing this for my family as much as he started with himself. You know, it's that airplane mentality. Like, let me, let me buckle up, make sure, make sure I'm safe and grab the mask for me so that it will impact everyone else. Well, if you don't life. do it for you, though, I think you, you, you've you worked through some things. I know I certainly have. Mm -hmm. Things change leaps and bounds when I put myself at the epicenter of that. Certainly. You know, like from a self-care, self-worth. Yes. Hey, look, it starts with me. And I got to do it because I, because for me, and then everybody else benefits. Exactly. And, and you know, some people may see it as, you know, selfish um, or whatever. And, and I don't know. I think it's probably the most selfless thing that we could do is to make sure that we're healthy um, and make sure that um, we pass that on to those that are around us. Right? That, that it's okay to take care of yourself. That it's Plain okay for self-care it's okay to put you at the center of you indeed and i think sometimes you know we get a little quick with tongue with that word being selfish i think oh, yeah. know, we we, we kind of come from this like self-deprecating era right where you know it's okay to kind of hold yourself down like hey you know beat somebody else to the punchline right like the b rabbit thing you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? like you know uh, but th i think that time i think we're getting to a period of time where that's not the case anymore it's not certain it doesn't serve you to do that right and, and you know my fear you know, just like with anything that becomes trendy you know um there's always a going too far right mm -hmm. you know in the midst of this you know self-care era um uh, there is there's also this 
Um, I think the, these, these, these things that come along with it that makes us really sensitive as a, as a people, right? And so, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're, yeah. not, you're not able to just say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Because that's a part of self-care too, right? Like, sure it is. Um, how deep we make that and how uh, cancel culture we become with that. Um, uh, how offended, you know, we become with that um, is, is interesting. It know? is interesting because it's 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 a fence with a lens. Yeah. Like you're being offended through a through a medium. Yes. How do you get face to face? It's not going to be this fisticuff moment that you've created in your mind. Typically, it, never. Never. You can because you're you can be humans. You can sit there and talk and read each other. But now exactly. we want to be so quick to make come to a conclusion on something so we can move on to the next thing and then we kind of weaponize that perspective and it, it's just very interesting time right I, I think when we were kids obviously we didn't have all of these um, always on type of a deal yeah so like platforms and stuff either you talked to the individual or so much time it went past you just let it go mm-hmm. and you were able to let it go because yeah. it didn't follow you through video it didn't follow you right. through social media you know it uh, and and it wasn't so widespread. Sure, on display, right? on display. Yeah, right. And so now everything is is continual, is widespread. It's uh, can live a very long time for sure. Um, and and I think the widespread part is the is the biggest thing because the more people that know, the harder it is to um, forgive something, to sure. let things go, to uh, to to recant. Yeah, you know, like I can't even take something back. Oh no, no! It it, it it it's such a weird time, walking on eggshells on everything. Certainly, you know. So, yeah. um, but you know, I, I circling back to like you know how we you know the sum of our parts, like you know the people you grew up with, the people that you're around. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You kind of have this nice baseline, and then you hope that that transcends into adulthood. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, and we just try to kind of to your point. You know, you you kind of want to shine a light on these things. You want to hey say hey these are real. How do we work with it? Because yes. we're not going to remove these things from society. No, it's how we're going to no, no, maneuver no. now within yep. the new normal, right? Yeah, for for, for me, it's, it's quite simple, man. I'm just going to be me, right? yeah, unapologetically, and that, it kind of goes back to what we we're talking about: self care, knowing knowing yourself, uh, putting yourself at the center, um, and and when when I think when we do that, we are our best version of ourselves. Sure, and and it doesn't really matter uh, what anyone else thinks. No, right? I I totally agree, and once we. St- get away from that and we stop like you know like kind of feeding off of that mm-hmm. you know that notion of having to get this constant validation from everybody yep. right it, you can really do some big powerful things and like some of those powerful things like you've been able to do mm-hmm. you know like with the city life you know like how we you know really started reconnecting Certainly. you know maybe talk about like how you got involved with Use yeah, for Christ man. And, so I, I was working in because I didn't go the regular education route right, right? Um, you know love, love school for the social aspect and uh and didn't really apply from the educational standpoint. And so um, tried to do college, you know, mm-hmm. for a year. And I realized, man, these Fs are really expensive. Yes, they and are. So, uh, you know, I was I was wise enough to say, OK, well, let me do what I've always done, which is work. So I just I just worked. I worked in warehouses and I worked in um, uh, some factory work, but mostly on the logistics side. Well, to take care, you got to do what you got to do, gotta right? Take care of my you family, got, right? Got young yep, yep. or two at that it, point. In yeah. my mind, it was always a means to an end. Yeah. I always knew that there was something, you know, more. Just didn't really know how to define that then. Uh, but uh, began, I can remember sitting on my forklift and um, I'm writing out these mentoring programs. Yeah. 
on my forklift supposed to be you know grabbing a, a crate of corn or whatever I don't know whatever I was it is, at Walmart right. distribution at the time and uh, um, and I'm writing these programs out and um, just really desiring to maybe give what I wasn't given in some regard mm-hmm. right um, uh, from a community uh, community perspective and um, and so that turned into um, me having an opportunity to uh, uh, volunteer as a mentor sure now when that happened man it just this bug hit and I was like man is there a way to just do this all the time right and and now I'm daydreaming at home day just trying to figure out how I can give back to young people and uh, had the opportunity to uh, um, interview for a position with uh, the organization Youth for Christ and because um, yeah because at that time like I mean memory serves me right uh our man luther man he was doing big things and he was trans he was ready to transition yep yep and so i had the opportunity to uh be a part of that he didn't transition right away so i got to have a good four years not not necessarily doing city life but being a part of the organization to learn from him and other individuals um and so when it was my time four years down the road uh, those those mentoring programs that i wrote on the forklift began to implement those over the years and um, I mean, they, they're I'm not there anymore, and those those are those programs are still going, oh, right? Yeah, and, and it's phenomenal to you know to hear the stories. That's well beyond anything that I even had thought of at the time, but I got to you know set the foundation for that, and um, and and it just it feels good to know that people are still benefiting from something that was downloaded to me, and, and like a medium, to, right? Yeah. There's credence to it, yeah. right? Yeah, no, so it was it was pretty pretty phenomenal, um, but. During my time there, one of the things that I, I loved was that the attention that I had from from the young people. Oh, yes. Yeah, and and I know you. Uh, we we did a little program together for on the financial side. Oh, deep pockets. Deep pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still got pictures of those, man. I need to send them to you. But oh, that was uh, great, though. Like man, talking about financial literacy. Talking about financial yeah. literacy with some young people who wanted to be there but didn't want to be there. Yeah. Right. They they knew they wanted to be around us, but. They didn't necessarily want to learn it, but we made it engaging. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 I can. They still. T- I mean, I, I talk to those kids still to this day. They're not kids anymore. They're, they're young men, mm-hmm. right? Um, but what they're doing now, those things impacted them. You know, oh, sure. Three of them have like their own businesses that they're starting, right? And, well, and it's you, phenomenal. You don't think about the relationships that you have though, because like you know, a lot of those. If you and I's relationship wasn't solid, that never would have worked. Oh no. Right, because I'm walking the first time. They're like, "Who's this dude?" Right, you know what I mean. But then it didn't take long, and that just went, that dissipated. But that's you know, folks out there that you think that those relationships that you have from back in the day can't transcend into something meaningful. I just beg to differ. Man, I I would say even pressing even more, right? And and um, not in the, not to the point where we're where you're using each other, right? And and no, we never we never not. I don't no. believe you know entered that. I mean, there was things from that moment that. It was all uh, selfless. I mean, yes, yes. I mean, to be able to give that way, but then some of the other things that you did that was above and beyond was, you know, the coat giveaways, the turkey giveaways. Uh, you know, just you just continue to come back, right? And um, I think that those moments, even though they didn't happen every day, the fact that they happen, uh, people can always point back to, oh, you remember Mr. Greg? Uh, you remember Mr. Tom? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because the, you're a part of their story now as well, right? Because they didn't want to just know um, that, um, Greg gave me this turkey or gave me this coat. What they were, um, um, I see now the what they've gotten out of it is I want to be able to do what Greg did. Yeah, yeah. 
You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, well, that's, that, that's huge. I don't, you know, I, uh, it's hard for me to talk about those things. I don't put it out there like that, but yeah. uh, it is, it is moving. And if you, um, and if you can do it, you should do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's their mindset. It's like, not, not so much. I want to find out how much I can get from someone or be a part of this program to get something. I can go to city life. What they left from that moment is like, I want to be able to do that too. It's uh, there's a lot of blessings, right? You yeah. know, there's a lot of things that, you know, when you, when you do care, you know, you're leading in with those things, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's something you've done. Like you've like, you know, kind of, there's probably some opportunities that you could have taken, you know, and you've worked on and we're going to talk about some of the new opportunities and yeah. things that you're doing right now. Yeah. We're not, we're definitely going to get to that, but all these things lead to that though. Like in, if you have a calling, I guess maybe talk about acting on a call because you, you had this calling. There was, yeah. there was some, you know, speaking to you like, look, man, I need you. Yeah. And I need you to do this and I need you to do it now. Man, I, uh, I was just listening to a little excerpt of something today and one of our, you and I, we share a favorite, you know, uh, motivational speaker and Aaron mm-hmm. Thomas actually got to go, yeah. you know, see him together. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one of the things they were talking about was his first gig. One of his first gigs where he actually got paid big money. It was yeah. a $10,000 gig. And and they told him that, um, you know, we want you to come, but you need to put on a suit. Yeah, you can't wear your hat. Can't wear your hat. <laughs> yeah. He says, he says, tell him no. And his, his partner's like, what? No. And so he calls back, tell him no. Um, but his mindset was, this is, this is my, this is my brand, right? Yeah. I believe that when you're called to something, when you are uh, chosen to do something, right, and yes. you come to an understanding of that, um, there is something that gives you this peace to move that's well beyond, um, you know, what others may be doing, right? It, it gives you the peace to move uh, against the grain. At times, yeah. right? Knowing that, hey, this is what I'm called to do. And not only this is what I'm called to do, but this is my time. Yeah. And so you can keep your 10000 You can keep your million. You can keep your whatever. Because this, th- I'm supposed to do it this way. Right? right. And it's not a. It's a faith thing, it's, man. It's yeah. like you either have faith or you don't. Yes. You know, I, I think about that phrase often. Like when, when confluences arise or crossroads, you know what I'm like? Go, go with you. You know, listen. Yes. Just listen. Yeah, it's that. Some people call it, you know, the, the gut feeling. Some people call it intuitive. Uh, you know, I, I I liken those things to all be the same thing, right? Just yes. it's being given to you, and you sometimes you don't even know why you know what you know, right? But you know that you're supposed to be the one and you know doing right. this specific thing. Yeah. Man, city life. That was decade, right? Yeah, I was I was there for ten years. Um, the organization has many different pockets, but yeah, ten years within that within that organization, I call it my university. It was so much sure. that I learned during that time. Uh, when those kids respected you, man. man. Like when I walk in, and like you were just beacon of light for them, man. man. You know, like a light bulb, and not you know, and I don't want to say a sea of darkness, but yeah. it, it, you know. It may have felt like that, you know. We're yeah. talking like to these, to a lot of these kids, you know, coming there like just help them enough, you know what I mean, to where they just it wasn't completely suffocating. They didn't get snuffed out. There was just enough air to breathe. Right. No, I, I it was I, I don't know. I had a good mix between disciplinary and, and you know, a cool big brother. Yeah. Right. And but they want that though. They wanted that. Yeah. So it, it wasn't. I wasn't gonna let them just do whatever. Yet at the same time. Hey, let's go do this, right? Sure. And it was it was that type of a uh, uh, you know balance, you know, that I think gave me a, a an end. I still to this day, man, it's just dealing with young people is just like that, man. I'm I'm able to to switch up or 
you know, help them see that mm -hmm. I, I care, you know? Yeah. And that's what I feel that calling to, you, you know, when I see a young person, like a couple weeks ago, um, had a conversation with some young bucks, you know, and they're making some decent money and still living at home. I was like, how much money are you saving a month? You still living at home? You got no bills. How much money are you saving? Mm -hmm. And just kind of diving into some conversations like that, you know, from my lane, you know, and, but I think there's a lack of that right now because everybody's so caught up. And it's, it's, it's hard, right? I mean, you do what you do, plus you got your podcasts and, you know, family, things of that nature. Taking the time, you know, and then you got to care for yourself, right? Yeah. So taking the time to be able to um, give of yourself, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big thing. For and, sure. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see that there's moments where there's people like us that's not able to give back in the way that we desire but we're doing what we're doing in order to give back right it's like yeah. a cycle but you've given back way more i've been i've been able to be a part of give back opportunities but i mean you walked it well i mean it was, it was part of my, my part of my career path right and so um it, it became really um easy and because mm -hmm. it was a part of what i was supposed to be doing but i did it because i was called to it so it was, i didn't just do it because it was it was paying the bills it you know, I, I wanted a job that paid the bills so I could do what I wanted to I, do. do, do what I wanted to do. Right. And, and it, and it provided that. Right. And so, um, that man, that, that time, man, like I said, it was so, so educational for me, everything from uh, strategic planning sure, to, uh, vision casting, right. Yeah. To leading a board or committee, uh, things of that nature, uh, raising, raising dollars. Right? Yeah. I, I didn't equate those things to um, to what I'm doing right now in the in I wasn't thinking about hey let me do this so that I can do this it just it was like design like this mm -hmm. is your 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 path right? yeah like there was an architect right yeah so like at that time you didn't probably didn't have any kind of idea of what was being built though no what was the rest of that design so maybe no. talk about how your time with city life and how everything in your life leading up to that you know kind of you know, led to the next set of drawings, if you will. Yeah, man, I, I think I think it's like, a, you know, our life is like a GPS, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we, we're being led to one thing to to the other, right? Sure. And we, sometimes we get attached. We stop in a city that we like. You know, we don't want to go any further. Like, I like this. I like this city, right? It's safety is, and sandwich. Oh, Let's my go. goodness, yeah. you're right. And so that's, that's how it was, man. I was, I was, I was caught up in, in city life, and I loved what I was doing. I mean, I poured my life into sure it. Sure you did. Right. I watched it. Um, and... Uh, it was interesting when it was time to, to leave. And this it wasn't, you know, the organization saying, hey, it's time to go. It definitely wasn't me just like, hey, I'm ready to go. An opportunity came up that um, was kind of attached to my granddad in a lot of different ways. And it just, it gave me this piece that I needed to, I needed to go. Yeah. Right. And uh, this was 2017. And then. Um, I transitioned to do some things for a church. Sure. In that transition, and I, I, and I was in that transition for four to five years, actually just coming out of it. Uh, but during that time, um, I was able to pull back enough, right? And I, mean, I, I, I was on different boards and committees, and, and I removed myself from, from those boards and committees and became very singular focused. Didn't really even realize how busy I was until I was able to stop, pause. Sure. And get the rest of the directions. Oh yeah, right. And so I was, I was at City Life. I was with You for Christ for a reason, for a season to learn. That was, yeah. that was my university, right. And then from that time, 
um, I was I was able to be around some people that helped give me, you know, the rest of the design. Nice. And so uh, uh, we talked about relational equity. Um, just that alone began to lead me towards the things that we're doing now. So you were talking about like you know how like relational equity has transcended and kind of led you to where you're at now. Yeah. So I was I would say so. There's there's two things. There's the relational equity, and then I think exposure. I used to tell the kids all the time that exposure breeds greatness. Oh yeah. And so uh, some people talk about you know the the um, seven people that you're around, right? Yeah. You know the absolutely. Um, I, I like to say. You know those people in the environment, right? Is, is are all important uh, towards our our growth emotionally um, and just mentally, right? And so, in the setting that I was in, in the setting that I came out of, there were relationships uh, with people that you know, even you know, like yourself, that were doing some things that not only helped impact to happen, but you guys, you know, were impactful, right? Sure. And so I, I began to think, like, man, if you know, we can we can continue to help the community through a philanthropic standpoint, which sure. is honorable. I believe that it's it's phenomenal. You know, when people give um, the way that they give. You know, and I was able to raise you know some good money, and it's it's and see some good money being raised into the world that I was in, right? Uh, but there was just there was just something more. There was still something missing. Like even with all the impact, I felt like I was spinning my wheels. Like how can we do more? How can we impact more? And then why? Is, is the community that grew me up is not like the community that I'm actually living in right now. Like, what what's different? What are the things that... Um, um, what are some of those things you're trying to bring back? Uh, just the, the business aspect, right? Like, just um, the commerce. Like, the you commerce, know, people standing on their own two feet. Development, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so what I began to work on at that time is, is just really researching communities. You know, thriving communities and communities that aren't thriving. Like, what are the things that are, that are missing, right? Yeah, like the the unified ones, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, uh, what, what? I mean, a great segue into the, to even the name of, of of my business, which is called Unified Developments. And the the tagline is, "We bring communities with us." Um, yeah, our man. vision is, we bring communities with us to create a pathway or cultivate a pathway to economic sustainabilities economic sustainability in under-engaged communities, right? Sure, like, you know, like, uh, you know, scratching backs kind of thing. Like, hey, look, I'm trying to do this thing. Let's support this. Yeah. Let's support this. Support so, your Somewhat community. of a convener, right? Yeah. A convener of, like, of business opportunities, right? We, we attract, uh, we acquire, uh, we help activate uh, the business sector in um, um, inner city communities, uh, where some people call them under-resourced. We believe that there's a very strong resource. People. A lot of people right um, um, in these communities uh, workforce development is a yep. part of you know what we're looking at but even more than that um, how do we help solidify the business community from that community even from like a resource like a backbone kind of thing certainly would you say it's fair that you're you know not to minimize anything but if the bottom line I mean you're trying to lead people to water indeed. in this effort indeed right so it's there's a there's a you know, external to the community. So when we say we bring communities with us, we're not talking about necessarily just the community that we're impacting. Yeah. We're talking about the communities that surround that community as well as the community that we're Sure. To, even to be in a positive influence, to be a beacon of light. Yeah. You know, we've talked about that a couple of times here. Um, yeah. So how has that come along? I mean, it's it's coming together. It's becoming it's unified. It's definitely coming together. We, we, we started out with a uh, very specific uh, project, right? Sure. And, um, you know, as of 
uh, mid-July, that project is is on hold um, just because of the, the land that we were looking at sure. uh, is no longer available. But um, that, that project was, uh, you know, geared to bring grocery, restaurant, uh, medical facility, couple retail spots, uh, early childhood uh, from a for-profit standpoint. And, and, sure. and I, I mentioned that just because uh, again, we have a lot of philanthropic, amazing philanthropic projects going on. Um, but the and there's always a question mark of, you know, how do we sustain this? What's yeah. the sustainability of this? And, um, and and again, as we look into other communities, the sustainability is that it's a business. Yeah. Right. It's it's a and it's people for profit entity. There's there's people. There's uh, a process for you know making sure the ROI is always still high. Right. People taking ownership. Right. Yes. You know. It, I keep coming back to like the, this idea, this this life, this life choice of standing on your own two feet, and like I, what I've heard from a lot of our conversations is like you're wanting to show people how to do that, Certainly. how to support other people. Certainly, you know how to, you know, well, invest, right? Yeah. So, so this, this is the thing. One of the things I would say is that uh, I always I like to say that while under resourced communities is under resourced, they're heavily assisted or supported or crutched right yes so, so how do we how do we when we're looking towards i mean if we're using that analogy of crutch if that leg is going to heal at some point the doctor is going to tell you don't put any pressure on it right now but there's a certain point when the doctor says you have to put pressure on it for sure so you just need a little therapy right so like you, can, you can provide that business yep. knowledge know-how therapy mm-hmm. through your platform through the platform through the platform and so yes okay we we let's let's provide the crutch but from that crutch what's the next you know pt move that we do as right from a business standpoint sure yeah so like with this um chunk of land you know that's kind of on hold right now what's you know for anybody that's listening out there that you know may know something that isn't on the market you know what's the ideal piece of property look like yeah so what you're trying to do so from the community standpoint so if it's so way we like to work is is in in the community and then leading out in the community right close proximity though um and so within the community we're looking for anywhere from you know, eight to uh, sixteen acres. Okay. Of, of, of land. Sixteen being the better. Sixteen. Right. Sixteen being the ideal. You know, Taj Mahal. Sure. You know, side of things for. Well, us, like right? where you get the more ground, the yeah. more businesses, the Certainly. more right self-sustainment. You don't have to go out of the community to Certainly. get what you need, and and that's a big thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like back in the day, I mean, everything was you know everything. five blocks away or four everything. blocks away or three blocks away. Now you know you're as good as you know how close is Walmart? Yeah, man, I I, I lived uh, you know close to Anthony and I worked at you know City Market. Yeah, you know I worked at the McDonald's across the street. Yep. Um, you know my doctor's office was right there on Anthony and Paul. Right. Um, they're now you know in in New Haven. Uh, and again, you you have to leave your community for really basic needs. Sure. Right to to even get something done, or the outskirts of your community, because um, that's just how things are. Right well, now. well, I mean, I grew up, you know, by the airport in Waynedale. I mean, like you had what you had right there. I worked mm-hmm. at the, you know, at the dating myself at the Rogers across the street, <laughs> right there from my neighborhood. But like, yeah. you know, if to do anything though, you had to drive. And yeah. then when they closed Southtown Mall, oh man, it's over. Then what? Right. Yeah. And and and, and again, and, and you you I understand why when you look at mm-hmm. when you look at economics when you look at um, the logic behind a lot of the different things the dollars and the dollars, sometimes right? doesn't make sense it type just, things yeah and and the risk you know was so high I mean you I, it, so I, I don't like to 
just say these things blatantly like hey we're you know this investment happened yes those things happen but when when you when you look under the the hood right when you when, when like we talked about you know instead of posting things let's have the conversation so as i began to just have the conversation and not trying to solve it right? yeah but just more so just hearing from people uh you you understand why you know the community you know turned out the way that it did um so it's not just one thing it's though. not just one thing it's, it was a multiplicity of things that happened over time yeah um and there wasn't some different things set up for you know ownership and 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 plans beyond you know uh, what was actually going on at the time um and then a lot of times there was other shiny things that began to mm-hmm. grab the attention in certain areas that began to grab the attention of maybe that same business owner right and you have to go to what's making you money at the end of the day right it's i mean yes act of love and service is super important but i go back to in order for me to give the act of love and service i have to be healthy my business has to be healthy right right Uh, so those are those things you know matter um and so i i don't like to just say oh give this picture of they left or this i like to say hey this is what happened now what do we do Right. Explain something. We're like, what do we do now? Let's make, how do we make things equitable yes. again? Yes. You know, because, you know, to be fair, you know, and, and I know at the at risk of getting, you know, chastised for this, I mean, there's just no martyr bonus. No. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be able to take care of you and yours and the community at the same time. You know, there isn't this, you know, Mother Teresa that's just kind of hanging out there. No. And, you know, yeah, you, you, we have to be making, you know, sensible decisions, equitable decisions giving people opportunities to have their own business, do their own things, spawn their ideas, help them learn how to finance these projects, let them know what's out there from a business development standpoint, business planning. I mean, there's so many things that are out there right now that, you know, are barely being showcased. Yep. And you just eloquently, you know, just explain the communities, right? So those are those individuals that, that help to make those things happen. And what we do is we serve as a convener. We serve as a developer as well. So we, we're in the game. Um, as well but what we try to do is one we don't ever want to be the everything yeah it's not about you don't want to be bigger than the cost right right, right. The, the, the cost has to flow you know when i go to jefferson point or when i go uh northwest in the dupont area there is not one entity that i can point to and say oh they did made all this happen oh, Call it the magic wand, right? Like they just, yeah, they just waved yeah, it, huh? Yeah. Like so, Harry Potter. Like, like it don't happen it like that. It just doesn't happen like that. It, it's a Nor multiplicity it. of individuals that attract individuals, right? And so, or other entities, right? And that's uh, now it's they're, no they're, different than it's a, a smaller community that has one business that employs everybody, and then that business is gone. What happens? You know, same thing from a development or from a you know just for a community development standpoint. If you got one player doing it all. Right. What happens when that person passes away? Yeah, and that that market is cornered, and and that vision leaves, right? And so, right. The, if the the vision for to to bring to life the business community from within the community, right? Uh, that ownership looks different, right? Those sure. decisions look different for uh, sustainability purposes for hard times, and when hard times come, right? You're you're not if you don't live in that community no longer, um, you know, it's it's easier out to of just sight, out of mind. Yeah, you know, until you run into somebody. Right. You my, know, my, my wife's car, and I'm telling her myself right now, needs oil. Yeah. And she already told me. But I don't drive her car. So I always forget. Like, I was like, baby, just just take my keys one day and just drive off in my truck. 
and I will know that I need it. As, <laughs> it's out of sight, out of my mind. I don't, I don't, I don't even. It's even though it's you know I pay for the car. And, you yeah. know, you know, I see my wife driving in her pretty self. You know, all those kind of things. I don't think about the oil. I don't think about the gas. And 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 I should. I should probably put it on my calendar. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's easy when you're not looking at you know the the gas light when you're not looking at the oil light on a on a regular basis. Sure. Uh, to forget those simple things, right? Not believe that that's what happens in communities where um, uh, business owners, mm-hmm. you know where the majority of the business owners aren't from the community, right? It is. You know, there was a period of time, like, where we're trying to go back decades where, hey, you know, you know, Billy did this. All did that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Darius did that. You know what I mean? That's what they did. You know, like, you had all these technicians where everybody had, you know, and that was the community aspect of it because everybody played their part. Yes. You know, and... So what I love is that you're you're really uh, bringing something new to the forefront here on September 27th too, like where you're kind of bringing this forum, Definitely. bringing everybody together. So maybe talk about that. Yeah. So uh, we we one of the things that we believe, and so obviously external to the community, but in the community as well, uh, there is a need to increase our knowledge sure. when it comes to business. Um, you know, I wish I knew it all. I don't. Um, I'm learning. You know, as I go on a lot of different things. Like what we don't know. Right, right. And, and everyone is doing yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. right. I, I talk to people who make transition from private equity to private equity, equity. you know, just different groups, right? Mm-hmm. And it's still a learning curve, right? From from yeah. corporate to, to private to, you know, from uh, nonprofit to, 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 to public. You know what I'm saying? It's There's there's these different um, things that you're going to always have to learn. And so uh, one of the things that um, typically is presented in our community is a uh, financial literacy and, and nothing wrong with financial literacy, uh, but there is a uh, a belief that we have is that sometimes it's just a um, connection, sure, a nudge, a nudge, yeah, uh, 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 a nugget, you know, of information that you that you oh, need. Oh yeah, and and we we will, you know, I've seen a lot of liter- literacy programs start out really well, and then by the end there's like two people, mm-hmm. right. Um, and we'll not be, enough nuggets. Not enough nuggets. Yeah. Or or all they needed was the nugget, and they got it in the first meeting. There, I'm no longer interested. I thought I was going to learn more. So we, we what we want to do is be able to give some really good uh, business nuggets sure. from business people from the community that's navigated our market. So yeah. we get we can call in people from Atlanta. We can call in people from Cleveland. We can call in people from you know other markets, and I think that we can glean things uh, from them you know really well. But I think that there's something to um, the business professionals from our community that have navigated the Fort Wayne market yeah. uh, really well, right? And so that's the, what we what we're doing is we're bringing those individuals to the yeah. forefront. Um, it's in a mini conference type of a setting. Who are you bringing um, in? So James Kahn. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, absolutely. The owner of Obakai and obviously owns uh, Baker Street, uh, Proximo, and Hoppy Gnome. Um, he's also working on a development himself right sure now. Sure, he is uh, right there uh, on the north side of town. There, yes. yep. The things that he's done. He started out as a waiter. Yeah. Well, actually, he was a busboy at Biagi's, and I'm not going to tell all of his story because you get to come on the 27th and hear it all. But and now is is uh, going to be doing some development things, right? He's been able to show success, you know, along the way that has prepared him now for this development opportunity. Sure. Right. And so we want, we want people to hear that story. He's going to share some of his, you know, pitfalls. He's going to share some of the things that, um, that helped him. Some of the things that was a hurdle to even get these things done. And, 
Um, I think it's going to be something that people uh, will really be able to uh, glean from. Um, the uh, host, uh, her name is Toya Tharp. Uh, Toya is another Wayne grad. Uh, right. She came out in 96 before we did. Um, she is a um, radio personality right now and also does some other things in the community as well. She's at 96.9 um, and um, is just doing a phenomenal job. So she will be um, actually uh, facilitating a like lot a moderator of, a kind of thing. Yeah, yep, sure. That, that conversation with James. Um, we have a young lady named Angel Subtle. She has a brand called Halo Media. Um, and she is just, she's just phenomenal. I, I call her the mogul, right? Uh, she just, she does everything. She'll be talking uh, breakout class on branding. Um, actually, the, the, the name of that particular uh, breakout session is, is um, branding is beyond the logo. Oh, yeah, it is. Right. So it's, it's every, you represent your brand. If, if you don't walk around, you know, with your, with your, with your shirt on and the, and the, the logo, you still represent it, yep. right? People may even, you want them to remember the logo, but people may forget because they know you or they, they may be reminded because they know you, right? They, they may, a lot of people say, well, what's, what's your, what's, what's it called? They're just excited about being around chips sometimes. Well, that's it. And I appreciate you, you, that. You, to your point though, like, you know, I think we forget, we don't, or don't realize or haven't been taught that you need to be your own brand Period. because then it doesn't matter what the logo is because they know what you're about yep. and mean, they know like whatever logo is on there you vetted it you figured it out yep. and, and it, it fits it's in alignment with your brand indeed indeed and and so that that's she'll be teaching about you know branding talking about branding uh we have a guy named aaron boone he's a, oh, yeah. a realtor um uh, works for uh, uh, keller williams uh, just doing a phenomenal job uh, but even before he was working for Keller Williams, just Aaron is just always been an executor. He just, when he has an idea, he's not afraid to execute. Some things have been, you know, wildly successful. Some things haven't been. Right. And so one of the things he's going to talk about is his, his breakout session is called just execute. Um, and the, what the mindset of where, wherever you're at on the continuum of, you know, wanting to begin to, um, you know, success or growth or scalability or whatever it may be, um, just just execute execute write it down make the llc uh wh who's your attorney like just execute like just walking through some of those things and what it sure. looks like um and then there's a young man named andre beasley another wayne grad mm -hmm. um who's who's um teaching on business management uh really just focusing on honestly not the management side but more of the uh customer service you know um how to ensure that the businesses that we already own um have the services and look and ambiance that is appealing to uh, to everyone, not just who lives in the community, but everyone, because we can't survive by just people from the community. We we have to survive by creating a market that everyone you know wants to be a part of, and that's sure. how that's how businesses you know survive. And so he'll he'll be talking you know about that. Uh, we have a networking hour uh, to begin with, and sure. uh, it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, a little bit of music. Yeah, uh, some some heavier dorbs and yeah, cause uh, you bring in a chef too, right? And I got got chef Stephanie Rogers, uh, who's going to be coming. We talk about relational equity. She's another Wayne grad. Uh, who, we got who, another Wayne grad there too, man. Our, our man Big Keys. Big Keys. I'm bringing my friends to the community. Yeah. To to give back and right? really bringing the community your friends. Indeed. You, like look, Indeed. these folks got it going on. Like I mean, I think about how long I've known Andre, and known you. And yeah. 
Keese and like a lot of all these other guys and even like some folks like they're all doing it that you know aren't a part of this you know this is how deep the history goes though like you know for all the the Wayne folks yes. you know what I mean yes it's just for me when I see like what you're doing and and how it's been going and like it's kind of like in my mind keeping a mental catalog of all these things and then to see what you got going on on yeah. September 27th and that's at the summit right yes it's at, it's at the summit is um, uh, the 27th 5 30 to 8 30 like I said we start with the cocktail hour we have our main session and then we go into breakout sessions and then the night's over uh, we will do this again in November with the goal of doing them quarterly in 2023 uh, we have those dates already set as well uh, mixed in with that will also be so we will do the four uh, quarterly, but then we'll also do a seminar. Uh, we'll also do a an actual, you know, big conference. You know, yeah. so six events all around annually. business annually. That will, that's all about um, uh, business engagement, business growth, business scalability. Um, those individuals that that you know, foundations that give away money. You know, I, yeah. I believe that this is a great place to learn. You know, the the, the business market even before. You know, you give funds out, yeah. right, and begin to, to to see who's interested in continuing to to put you know the tools in their toolbox sure. to do what they need to do. Well, what I would say is this is an open invitation for anybody that is like been picking up what we're laying down mm -hmm. today to come out and check it out on the twenty seventh. You you know, you thinking there's some ways that you can be involved in the community. You want to find out what it's all about before you just start writing checks. Yeah, maybe pop out here for a little bit. Definitely see what it's all about. See the you know what's the sum of the you know of the parts of you know that's coming together for unified developments. Right, and and I'll say this, man. I I don't believe in doing anything for free. And so I mean, we do. We have a we have a uh, registration that's fifty dollars. Yeah, right? just so we, we we also don't believe in breaking the bank, but. Uh, everybody that's a part of it, we we are making sure that they're taken care of as well. But like, um, you think about what you blow fifty bucks on. Oh man, you this is fifty dollars to be in in that room for sure. No, but but I say that because again, hitting on the the, the philanthropic side of things, um, um, it, it is it is phenomenal. Again, the the individuals and the people and the programs that we have. Uh, but I also believe that there's something to investing in yourself. Okay. No doubt about it, you know, and it's not, and, and I think we need to get away from this whole self-help moniker, okay? Self-improvement, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. At all. You know, there doesn't mean you're broken. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing that folks need to, need to you know, get over real quick. I talk right. about this all the time. You can't self-assess for my suck island. Okay, <laughs> you just be end up talking to a volleyball. My you, suck <laughs> you can't, you can't do it. Like I suck island is not a place where you sit there and try to figure out what you need to get better at. Yeah. You're like, hey, you need to accept yourself for what it is, knowing that there's more there. Yes, there's more in the gas tank. Yes. It's not like what you're not good at. What are the things that you can improve upon? Yeah, you know, and those are the thing. That's the mindset that you want to be in, not thinking about what you're not, thinking about what you could be. Indeed, indeed, and that's at the end of the day, we all have to do our part. Right. And I'll say this. And um, my, my wife just started going starting working out with me. She's regretting it a little bit because I, I put her under the weight. And yep. but I'm there to spot her. And sure. sometimes I make her go more than what she can push. Yep. But I understand. I help her to understand, like, you've done a lot of work. Already, oh, yeah. But you need to keep pushing and I'm going to spot you. Right? Yeah. And I believe that that's what we're that's what we're talking about. Like, oh, we're, yeah. We're, we want to be we want to be a spotter. We don't that's want it. to lift the weight for you. No, that's it, man. Well, I appreciate you stopping by, man. That's a perfect way to end it. We just want to be spot on with everybody's improvement. Give everybody an opportunity to do it. Create these venues and lead people to water. And you're doing an excellent job of that, and we appreciate you. Appreciate you having me on, bro. Yeah, man. All right, guys, we'll catch you next time on Activate the Great.
want to take a quick minute to thank our sponsor, CCMIndiana.com, for all your mortgage needs. Very competitive, ready to rock, ready to help you be a pre-approved buyer that can compete. Ready to get pre-approved for your next mortgage? Stop by CCMIndiana.com and see how we can help.